Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody and we welcome you to the show on KOA News Radio. What is up? Uh, a beautiful Wednesday morning. It is the 30th of June 2021. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee. We're back at it. Millennial Grant here as well. Contact numbers 303-713-8585. Text us if you'd like to and I'm sure you will. 56690. Plenty of things to talk about. We'll get into the Broncos court case, the family court case being vacated as of yesterday. Talk a little bit about that. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. What are you doing? You know what? Living the dream, Rick. You know what? It's, living the dream is a good way to live your life. Yes. But. Yes, it is. You know, maybe you should get woke. You th- well, what? Wake up. <laughs> I think I've been woke for quite some wake time. Up, wake up out of that dream. Right. You mean no. li- like live, live in reality? Yeah, because you're living the dream. Well, I, I like I like living a dream. You know what I mean? And some people say... Every well, single day. What is reality? What a gift. Is a dream reality or is this reality? This is reality right now. Your reality is whatever you're experiencing as of right now. So a dream would be reality too. It sounds like a philosophy class. How would a dream? Do you experience a dream? Yeah. You but experience a dream. But it's not real. How do you know? Because you don't normally wear a dress. And, that, <laughs> and that's what happened in my dream. Wow. I mean, normally. No, uh, no, no, no. <clears throat> so, yeah, no, it's just sort of my standard answer. I hear you. Living a dream. Living a dream. Right. Well, it's good to see you. Good to see you, too. We got, uh, as I mentioned, a lot of things to talk about. Um, did some digging around last night when the story broke yesterday about the court case being vacated. Normally, normally, you develop people that you can call, you develop relationships over the course of time where you can call and say, listen, steer me in the right path, even if you can't tell me exactly what's going on. Give me an idea so that I don't go on the air and make a fool of myself. That's sort of my 
that's my MO when trying to call people, especially if it's a Broncos story, people that I trust, two or three contacts that that I have. And normally one of those contacts will say, listen, can't really tell you, but you don't want to go down that road because that that's probably not going to be right. But last night, no nothing, no comment. I mean, it was it was no commentville. Yeah. So what's the what would be your speculation? Just knowing what you know, knowing what you've read. My speculation would be one of two things. And again, this is pure conjecture. My speculation is, again, one of two things. Either there is a deal that is in place that has been agreed upon that the team is going to be sold maybe after this season or that the siblings, the Bolin kids, have worked out something and they've all come to an agreement and rather than go through a lengthy court case, which was going to be, already has been, expensive, and which I think, you know, there's going to be things that come out in that court case that are not going to be overly flattering. Um, and I, you know, again, speculating, maybe the kids said, listen, we can't, we can't do this. As much as we differ in our opinions or as much as, you know, Beth would like to be, um, you know, running the team as opposed to Brittany. Maybe they got together with their legal representation and said, you need to understand if we, if this thing starts, there's going to be some things that come out that nobody is going to, nobody's going to like, and, and the family will not benefit from. So my speculation would be one of those two things. That makes a lot of sense. And I don't know anything other than what I've read and, my speculation reading it was that I think the team is going to be sold. Uh, but not knowing anything, just reading what everybody else is reading, that's the conclusion I had. But your, your double-headed speculation makes sense uh, on, a, on, a, on a number of levels. So could be right. And no, no family wants to go through a trial two different factions of a family battling over anything. You know, that's never going to be a good thing. And so maybe maybe that's all there is to this. And they just kind of agreed to disagree and then came up with something that sounded good to both sides. But I, I'm leaning towards a sale. Huh. And wouldn't you think the NFL is kind of pushing them as well, like, you guys need to figure this out. I, I know for a fact the NFL has been and probably continues to push for clarity. They're not happy with the current yeah. situation, right? I mean, you've got you've got the ownership um, in, in a bit of flux. You had up until yesterday, you had a court case that was about to kick off, and the family uh, involved on both sides of that court case to a certain degree. And then can't the NFL find the teams for not being compliant? Uh, 
Meaning, what would they? So I'm reading, I was just reading an article that they're saying that the Broncos and the Titans, this one was from December, but it's saying those two teams could be fined up to $10 million. It says, uh, it says the Broncos and Tennessee Titans are the only two teams not currently in compliance with this policy, meaning that they could both be fined by the league up to $10 million within the next year if they didn't come within that compliance. But what's the what's the policy you're referring to? It says the policy states that one person will ho- must hold at least the minimum amount of equity in the team and also possess final say in all team matters, including being the final voice yeah. when it comes to the league matters in which the team has to vote. Yeah, that – so, yes, to answer your question – Yes, the league could put great pressure on and or fine. Uh, the Tennessee franchise was owned by Bud Adams. Bud Adams passed. His daughter now is the controlling partner. I'm not I'm not fully aware uh, of the ownership status or situation in Tennessee. But that's the thing here. Uh, the league is set up to have one person basically be... The representative, right? The, the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And that person has to have, as they say, significant skin in the game. That's why they set up in terms of their ownership. Um, again, if we were to speculate that the 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 Broncos were worth between three and a half and four billion dollars, I think four is probably a little bit high, but three and a half is in the ballpark. And and let's just speculate further that the team that there is so, some sort of agreement, and again, I'm speculating here, some sort of an agreement to be sold then you know a group can put together a team of investors but one of those investors has to be basically the general partner so the majority and, owner or the majority owner and he or she of the group that is buying the team has to come up with 30% to hmm. put down that has to be in cash so let's let's just because it's easier math let's just say the team would sell for $4 billion. Well, that one person has to put up $1.2 billion. And how many people could really do that? Well, nobody that I know in this room. <laughs> well, not in this room, but they've been, you know, as I've been reading and watching stuff, the two names that were floated out were Anschutz and Robert F. Smith. Yeah. And what? Anschutz is selling his stake in the Lakers. Yes, he Saw is. That. So that could... That's where that. I think that speculation comes up, right? And Robert M. Robert F. Smith is worth seven billion, mm-hmm. so he could easily do it. And I mean, he just gave thirty-two million to Morehouse College to pay for all the student loans for their graduating class. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, and th- like that's one of the things he talks about is giving most of his wealth away to charity. Yep. You know, and he's well, even, di- even if you're worth seven billion, though, I mean, I mean that's a lot of money. But if you have to come up with 1.2 billion in cash to, to to own 30% of the team, that's a that's a sizable investment. What would that be? That would be uh, four, you you'd be putting over 14% of your net worth into an NFL team. Well, either that or you give it away. So why not put it into an NFL team and yeah. then give it a give the rest of it away? I mean, I've said before the, the NFL. Um, there's only been one owner that didn't make money investing in a particular NFL franchise, and that was Leonard Toast, and that's because he had a gambling problem. And he gambled away all of his profits and ultimately was forced to sell the team. But other than that, it's been a very um, great investment for 
every single one of the 32 owners. So and, I don't know. And think about Robert F. Smith is only 58. So he's, he would be a young owner, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah. I mean, there'd be, yeah. When you think about the owners, I mean, Bob Kraft is in his 70s. Jerry Jones is in his mid-70s. I mean, uh, except for the kids who have taken over how, for how their parents. How old is... Um, Anschutz? No. Phil Anschutz is 70. in his 70s. Yeah. Who are you looking at? Kroenke. How old oh, Stan? I, I would say Stan's in his 60s, right? I'd say Stan is in his 70s. Let's see. 73. Yep, 73. Oh, yeah, because he does have kids in their 30s. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the ownership groups uh, have have older owners. I guess it takes you a while to acquire that kind of worth. Um, Speaking of betting, Dave, um, there's there's another factor to be considered that's relatively new, and that's legalized betting. Uh, and Colorado, as we all know, has legalized betting, and that is going to increase the values of all of these NFL franchises. Pretty dramatically, right? That's that's been projected. Uh, the just the added revenue alone, uh, with the association now with your DraftKings and FanDuel's and and uh, these betting sites, all of these NFL teams are are their values are going to go up significantly. So when you factor that in, maybe this is a really good time to sell the Denver Broncos for even more money than you could have got a couple just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, again, talked to a couple of, uh, gosh, I spent a lot of time on the phone last night, but a couple of lawyer friends, neither, and again, uh, I should state, neither of which is involved in this case, but talked about the possibility, uh, and one has worked in the sports arena in terms of his practice, but I said, well, a lot of people, if this doesn't, you know, if there's speculation as to what might happen, what what if they... What if they would sell this team to somebody who eventually would want to move it? He said, you, you, he said that could happen, but he said more likely, you know, they would narrow the list and anybody who wanted to be involved in the final group of potential owners would have to agree that the franchise remains in Denver, which is, you know, it was, gosh, even for me, it was comforting for me, um, but I think should be comforting for, Bronco fans, at least as we sit here today in late June of 2021. One of the best fan bases in the NFL. Yeah. There'd be no reason. There's no reason to move. There really isn't. I could see maybe a new stadium or a new, it's maybe uh, a stadium remodel even uh, in the future. Uh, And and I think there's maybe some regret that they didn't put a roof on this one where you could have made a lot more revenue um, with this stadium if you had a roof on it. We would have Super Bowl here. Yeah. And other things. Final Fours and various other things that you can do. But I but I haven't heard from anybody that that is something that's being talked about no. or behind the scenes. Is... No. But I'm talking down the road in the future. If, if you bring in a new ownership group, you know, I think you, you might see all of that stuff happen here. Yep. You know, I, I would – I would think – and again, because of the the case being vacated yesterday, I would think all sides would be ahead in simply sitting in a room and agreeing upon, hey, we're going to release a statement. You guys don't have to take any questions. 
Let's decide what that statement is, and let's put that out there. Because, and I, I don't know, maybe they do that today. Maybe they don't do it at all. But by doing that, you, you sort of put to bed some of the speculation that, that we're, we're having right now and that Bronco fans are going to be having. Yeah. And there's a, there's a mysterious sort of um, edge to this whole thing that makes people suspicious of, okay, there was so much acrimony leading up to this, and both sides had really dug in. And all of a sudden, poof, the case is gone. So, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have to be a mystery novel writer to say, like, wow, huh, what happened here? And the reality of it is only a very small handful of people know, and as of right now, none of those people are talking. And even the uh, insiders in the media, like uh, Nikki Javala, Yep, was really uh, on this story. Uh, she doesn't know. I, I saw her tweet something yesterday about, well, maybe the team's going to be sold with a question mark. Like she, that's her, seemed to be her only speculation on it. And uh, you, you know, you're as, as big of an insider as there is in in town here with the Denver Broncos. So I would think you're right. I, why wouldn't you at least send out a press release? Yeah. Maybe maybe that will happen. Today. Maybe it will. 309-826, could Nanny and Beth sell their stakes to a minority owner and then the other kids and Annabelle become the majority owner with Brittany as controlling owner? Uh, so John, maybe. John, you know, Pat's brother owns 22% and then the remaining stake is that the kids split the rest evenly. Mm. So... It kind of depends on he would have to sell his part too. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world after you get the news yesterday to come to the conclusion that there, there's there's a deal that has been agreed upon. We just don't know what the deal is. Does Is, is the deal that um, Annie and Beth are going to sort of back away from their part of this lawsuit that that their contention was that you know this this particular ownership and how it was set up uh their dad was not uh in full capability when he agreed to um how the how the team is being run right now i mean you just don't know i mean you really you really do not know so we can talk about it, but we're, you know, I've told you pretty much everything that uh, that we know so far. 303-949, what about Jeff Bezos? Wasn't there some talk about him last year? There was plenty of talk about him. Um, and there has been speculation that Bezos may want to stick his toe. And even for Bezos, a more accurate description would be his lower leg, maybe up to his hip, into the NFL waters. But... Um, I have no knowledge of him being involved in this at all. He has plenty of money. He's got he plenty. Does. He <laughs> could do it. He could swing it. Yep. His ex-wife could swing it. That's, That's right. true. Maybe she wants to buy the team. <laughs> hmm. So, what else we got? Um, Rockies. How about the Rockies last night? Marquez, a no-hitter through eight. First hitter of the ninth inning. 
swings at a ball in the dirt. I'm thinking, okay, next pitch, lines one to right. Through a through a complete game, one hit shutout. I mean, he was unbelievably, and he's been great at home. That's like the fifth consecutive start. The Marcus has been lights out at Coors Field. And that's two starts in a row for him that he's had a no hitter for more than half the game. The last one, I think he went um, uh, maybe into six, five and two thirds with a no hitter. Yep. And then this one, yeah, he's on his game right now. Hawks beat the Bucks even without Trey Young. And did uh, Giannis get hurt? Giannis, hurt his knee? Giannis got hurt. Um, it looked really bad. So he's going to have an MRI today. I mean, he's saying that, or they're saying that it was hyperextended. That, that could be. But it bent in a way that really was problematic. So you're keeping your fingers crossed. I would be, if I were a fan of the Bucks, which I'm not, I would be thoroughly pissed and frustrated with the effort they put in. That was about as lackluster of effort as I've seen in a long time in a, in a playoff game in the NBA. They they played like they could give two wits about taking a 3-1 lead. It almost makes me root for Atlanta, now that the series is tied at two, to go ahead and... I mean, Atlanta, playing without Trey Young, just spanked Milwaukee. I didn't. I didn't watch any. Of well, it. you didn't miss any. I mean, you gave better effort last night. In whatever you did, what did you do? Um, you were better in that. What else? <laughs> I did. You know what? I didn't do much last night. Neither did they. I, I did. I, <laughs> did you eat? I. I'm working on my core right now. Did you? Did you work on? I worked on my core. Okay. Yeah. Last that night. by far. By better, far, better than the, by far required the more effort okay. than what we saw from Milwaukee. Right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do you do your is your bedroom upstairs or downstairs? Um, or same level. Same level. Yeah. I mean, do you have to step over like you know the divider between the floor going into the bedroom? Is there a thing, a little divider? A divider that the, the, when the door shuts, you got you got a door in your bedroom? Yes. Okay. When you What's shut, a div- what? little little floor divider. No, no, don't have that. Don't have that. No. Mm. Did you did you have to lift your leg, either leg, today to get in your car to drive to work? I did. That is more effort than what the Bucks displayed That's last pathetic. night. That's pathetic. Yes, I just want to tell you. <laughs> 9.27 is our time. Dave, Rick, and Kathy, 303-713-8585, the number 56690. The text line on KOA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Picking up what I'm putting down. Grows up to be somebody that just loves to learn. Another child grows up to be somebody you just love to burn. You think he was high when he was singing? Absolutely. I have no doubt. I have no doubt about it. I used to love this song back way, way, way back in the day, but it was like. Man, that guy sounds funny to me. Yeah, he he was a very uh, very unusual artist, and he had a lot of drug issues. Is Sly die young? Sly's still around, believe it so, or not. So the answer would be no, Dave. He's not died at all. He's got mental health issues. Oh, he he's does. got a lot of problems. He did the Grammys like three or four years My ago, and he ran off stage. He yeah, couldn't it was, finish. It was kind of a weird. Yeah, he couldn't. He, he, he ran off stage. He had like an anxiety or a panic attack, and oh, he boy. He's, he he got about a minute into the song and 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 left. Wow. Now he's got he's got some problems, and in everybody that's ever worked with him talks about it. Is that yeah. right? That's too bad. He's a strange cat, but man, did they make they some good They were good, good music. man, back in the day. This is. I mean, listen to this. Would you still checking each other out? Hey. <laughs> What a great band. Larry Graham on bass. Yeah. Nobody wants to be left out. Graham Central Station after this, correct? Yeah, yep. Larry Graham started his own thing after. Then he had that solo run as Larry Graham. He did yeah. that one in a million. Remember yeah, that, that yeah. ballad? That thing killed. Powerful voice. Yeah. 944, welcome back on a Wednesday morning. Dave, Rick, and Kathy. Millennial Grant here as well. 303-713-8585 is the number. Five six six nine zero, three zero three nine three one on the text line. Hey guys, can you tell me what procedure Kathy Lee had done on her eyes? Was it cosmetic, or was it LASIK? Also, who, who was her doctor? Would you like her social security number too? Um, <laughs> it was well, I would say mine was cosmetic. I think some people would say that it's, but a lot of people need it for need sight. It. Yeah, yeah, for it's the um, upper eyelid, which is called the upper bluff. Right. And they took off the extra skin that covers your eye. And my doctor was named Dr. Michael McCracken. Here we go again. Not Phil. Just it's give, Michael. Oh, a different McCracken. Yeah. Okay. It's Michael. Not Phil. Phil's I know you, brother? Phil's twin brother. How many McCrackens? Are, are they both doctors? No, you guys are joking. Phil is not his name. There is no one such name, Phil McCracken. I thought that was the boob <laughs> job. That wasn't the boob job, doctor? I, th- I really thought there was. No, Dr. Bush was the IVF oh, okay, doctor. Okay, I forgot. Well, we're <laughs> yeah. confused. You Remember, have so we, many doctors. we went through all my doctors. Yes, yes, yes. Would you like a uh, sheet to get all my doctor, Dr. Bush, Dr. McCracken? We need a program. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Hurt, Dr. Judd. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
I feel like <laughs> I. Do you want cliff notes? I feel like a carp yeah. in water that just had a huge hook pulled out of its mouth. <laughs> Saved its life, but he'd already bit, you know, completely took the bait. Uh, Sorry. We're talking about the uh, the court case being vacated. We got that news yesterday, late afternoon, uh, with respect to the ownership of the Denver Broncos. And now the speculation is is everywhere as to whether or not there's some sort of settlement that has been agreed upon. And if, in fact, that is true, what exactly does that settlement mean in terms of the Broncos' ownership moving forward? And as we said when we started the show today at 9 o'clock, just talking to a handful of people that normally have really good intel with respect to the Broncos and and even people within the organization, nobody, and I mean nobody, is commenting, at least as of right now. So we are left to speculate as to what happened. How did this take place? Why was the court case vacated yesterday? And, you know, my guess is there is some sort of uh, agreement in place that the team is going to be sold. Um, the other... I think thing that pops into my mind is that the kids have, with their legal representation, gotten together and just said, you know what, we're not, we, we've got to figure this out. Maybe the kids have had some sort of agreement. I think there were things, and again, talking to a couple of people um, that, uh, that have worked this story very closely, there were things that were going to come out in that trial that would have been, and this would be an understatement, very unflattering to the Bolin family and to Pat in particular. And so I, you know, I have, I don't know that this is the case that the kids said we can't let that happen, but it would stand to reason if they knew that there was more than just potential of certain things coming out. It it was going to get, I feel very safe in saying this, it was going to get very nasty, very sordid, And you know what? People don't need to be brought into your family's business like that. I totally get that. You know? That makes a lot of sense. I hope they tell us what's going on. Yeah. Because right now there's a lot of speculation. Well, what we know now is that the lawsuit um, that was being brought by Beth and Annie, uh, and the lawsuit was against the the trustees, and that is um, Joe Ellis, and that's Rich Slivka and Mary Kelly, is no longer there. The lawsuit is off. So if you if you were going, you know, you can speculate, and that's what we're doing. If you were going to uh, vacate the court case, you'd have to have some sort of reason as to why to do it, right? And there therein lies the conjecture by many, including me, as to what those reasons are. I wanted to get your take on on Governor Polis in Colorado banning Native American mascots at uh, schools in Colorado, and and they have to change their name. It looks like by October, and public universities by June twenty twenty two. I saw the public universities. What high schools? Uh, whatever high schools use a Native American mascot. 
They say as of June 8th, about 1,900 schools across the country still use American Indian-themed mascots. I don't know how many in Colorado. And so this this has been mandated by the federal government? Uh, by Governor Polis. Oh, by Governor Polis. Governor Polis. So uh, in you... Colorado, they will no longer be allowed it. And in some cases, we know that the uh, the Indian tribes like having their name used. Look at Florida State. Seminoles. The Seminoles, yeah. And so I wonder if they will force them, even if the you know some of the tribes like having their name used. I do see that uh, there's one. Uh, here is a uh, Southern Ute tribal chairman, Melvin J. Baker, said, my people have worked hard to overcome these policies aimed to exterminate our existence in any record of our history and culture. And I wonder if he's referring to getting rid of the names. I don't understand that statement. Well, there. so Arapahoe High School, do they use... They, they they have been the Warriors. I'm not sure. I mean, I, you know. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. That, that well, I mean, to... Arvada used to be the Redskins. They're not anymore. Um, I'm just going through schools that, I, that I'm familiar yeah, with. Yeah, right. right. Me too. That's what I was thinking of too. Um, a texter said Loveland High Indians. They used to be the Indians. They're not I, anymore? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Had a really good tradition, sports tradition for a long time at Loveland. Um, and Loveland, I believe, the 4A state champion in football last year, or, or for the for the regular season. Um, while we look and see about that, a couple of uh, tidbits of news information as we have on a daily basis, and I'm sure you have as well, been following the tragedy uh, in Surfside, Florida. There are now 16 people that are confirmed dead uh, with 147 still unaccounted for. Man, you hate to think of those people alive, trapped, buried under all that rubble. I mean, they, they you know, they're, they're, the authorities there are still, at least publicly, holding out hope that they're going to be able to find some survivors, but when did that? When did the building crash? Was that was Thursday, wasn't it? Last week, maybe Friday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it's been six days. Wow, been so that's, yeah, that's. I mean, six days. I don't know, man. What? Uh, already three lawsuits that have been filed. So you know that number is going to go up. But you just, you know, your heart breaks for. Uh, you hear some of the stories periodically when you catch tidbits of news during the day and. Uh, you know, family member that, that can't, one, this guy's probably in his 30s, his mom and his grandmother were living together in the building, and he can't, he hasn't been able to find either one of them. So it's just, you know, you just uh, shake your awful. head. It's just awful. Oh, it's, it's awful terrible. Story. Yep. I can't imagine being a family waiting to hear if they can find your loved one. We saw, alive. we saw this story yesterday, the uh, World Health Organization urging masks for the Delta variant and urging, urging people to wear masks inside once again. I don't know. Um, the Delta variant, uh, I, I'm not saying it has made a comeback because obviously, but it, it, is, it has been an issue in Europe and 
it, it also has it, it's been part of a kind of a growing trend of like uh oh here in, in this country and and also in Colorado right Colorado I think had the second highest rate yeah of the Delta variant huh so yeah hey be careful wash your hands uh, and if you feel the need to wear a mask then do what you need to do yeah nobody's nobody's t- stopping you from wearing a mask. And and the who, the problem with the who is a lot of people don't really believe them anymore. You know, uh, they've got some issues. And that's kind of a problem with this whole set of guidance that we get on the coronavirus from the very beginning. You know, they were wrong about a lot of things and then they contradicted themselves on a lot of things. And and so now a lot of people aren't quite sure who to believe or if they can believe the who or the CDC. Or... And the CDC has not changed their guidelines on vaccinated people. So they're they're different than the who. I don't Correct. know. I mean, yeah. 719-331. Dave Cheyenne Mountain in the Springs was the Indians. Yeah, they're changing it. They just, just changed to red tail hawks. Total BS. Toughen up, you bunch of snowflakes. Okay, that was from a texter. 720324. Loveland High School is now the Red Wolves. Uh, Seven two zero three two four schools that have an arrangement with a tribe are uh, refreshed are exempt from the band. For example, Arapaho and Strasburg. Okay, so that would mean Arapaho still will be the Warriors, and everything is good. I don't know. Bill Reed Middle School was the Warriors, and they changed theirs. What's wrong with Warriors? I, I think Warriors is a great name. <laughs> 303-884 Grand Junction Warriors. They are changing their name. Yeah, I guess I don't get the Warriors thing. And, I get, and it's not up to me to say, but I think Warriors is is just is glorifying Native Americans. Uh, but maybe they don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll talk more about it. Uh, 303-713-8585. Dave, Rick, and Kathy, we say good morning. This is KOA News Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back to the second of the show on KOA News Radio. Beside Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee, I'm Dave Logan. Millennial Grant here as well. Significance here, Grant? Glenn Sharik, I think is his last name. One of the members of Little River Band. His birthday today, 77. They did some good stuff. They I had a couple good songs. You know yeah, I mean? they did. You ever covered one of these? No. No, I've kind of forgotten about the Little River Band until just right now. But they did have a couple of good songs. I think they... Lonesome uh, Loser, was. do they sing that? It's hard for me to. Uh, I can't. I can't do the song thing in my head when a song is playing. Of the same. Uh, I think they may have. When I think of Little River Band, I also think of Ambrosia. They were out at the same time. Very similar sound. Yeah. Lonesome Loser is one. All right, Dave. It's a good pull by me. All right, as Dave. I pat myself in the back.
There you go. Have you heard about the lonesome loser? He's a loser, but he still keeps on trying. Yeah, but there, this was not their most famous song, right? I mean, there's another. There there's was one another really one. good one. Yeah, that I liked a lot. And from, I can't think of it. Well, you're the. You're but the it was music. bigger than the two we just played. Help is on its way. Uh, again, I've got a music. I didn't know they're Australian. Yeah, I knew that. I did not I did know too. that. Huh. No, it was more of a. Yeah, I, you know what? I have no shot to get this with this plane either. Paul and Loveland joins us on <laughs> Kway News Radio. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing good. Good, good. Hey, um, long-time listener, first-time caller, so I appreciate you putting me on. You bet. Um, yeah, I would like to go back to the sports teams and their names and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, um, I'm a big history buff, so um, I don't know if you know the history of some of these teams and stuff that well, but – if you go back in Loveland, uh, the Indians, they were originally the cherry pickers, which um, brings on its own problems, you know. But uh, the, uh, I think the biggest problem with the Indians at Loveland High School, which both of my daughters went to school there, was that the road that borders Loveland High School was Custer Drive. So if you want to talk about an insult to the Native Americans, I don't know why they didn't change that. Um, well, stay tuned. Anyway, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's coming. As as, yep. Yeah. As far as I know, the Indians are still there. Uh, they're still being called the Indians, but I may be wrong. Um, but the big thing is I'm from Virginia, and I was part of that whole Washington Redskins fan base and grew up as a Redskins fan. Um, originally, when the team formed, um, it was formed. Most of the players were Native American, but because they were all from different tribes, the coach asked them, well, what do you want to be called? And they started arguing over the different tribal names, and they couldn't agree. So one guy just stood up and said, we're the Redskins, so why don't you just call us the Redskins? Well, you're, you're saying that story applies to the team in Washington now that we used to call the Washington Redskins? Yes, that's the original story I've behind never, it. I've never heard that story. Yeah, and the, um, the, the, the coach, the, the, not the coaches, sorry, the owner, the owner at this time for the last 10 years, every year goes out to the Native American people in the area, the, 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 um, the different tribes and stuff that, that are in the area of Virginia and that area and, and talks with them to say, do you f- feel that this is an insult or do, this yeah. is a problem? No, I, I, knew, all, I knew that part of the story. I, I just didn't know that the team was actually comprised of, of – Native Americans. Yeah. I, I've heard that story, Paul, and, and from what I understand, it, it's disputed in some places. Like they, they're not sure if that's a true story or not. I have read that. Yeah, but, I never, never. But heard some that. people feel like maybe it's folklore, possibly. Well, and 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 like I said, it's like so many different stories and 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 things that went on. But um, that, that's been my understanding from the beginning, and, and that's what the owner has said, and I don't know that anybody's been able to dispute it, but there it is. you know. And, and I understand what they're saying, but um, since moving out here to Colorado, um, uh, being a historian, I met a lot of Native American people out here, 
And one of the first things they ask me is they say, oh, you're from D.C.? You're from, from Virginia? Hey, can you get me some redskin T-shirts and sweatshirts and hats? Hmm. Because they love it. They absolutely love that, that whole thing. And, and a couple of them that I talked to recently were pretty upset that that supply has been cut off now, that hmm. it, those, those are no longer available. Yeah. Paul, thanks for the call. We appreciate that. I wonder when the Washington football team – is going to get some sort of nickname. Never. Uh, you know what? They might just stick with Washington football team. I'm <laughs> not sure what that is. Sorry, that was my phone. Oh, okay. accidentally hit something. Yeah. Um, uh, several texters telling us that Warrior is a brave or experienced fighter or soldier. No reference to Native American or otherwise uh, the definition of Warrior. For instance, on the football field, Dave Logan was a great warrior. Same thing with our special forces. They consider themselves warriors. I don't see how warrior is a detrimental term in any way. Um, if if you are Native American, I'd, I'd love it if you would call the show and uh, and let us know otherwise. I think lawyer, uh, warrior is a major compliment. It doesn't matter, and and it could be you could be any color. Doesn't matter. And and it doesn't necessarily mean you're uh, when you're a warrior that you are, you know, you're involved in a war or you're created a war or you're fighting a war. You could be a warrior at work, you know. You could be a warrior in what you do. You can be a warrior in how you how you uh, conduct yourself during the day, you know, or on on a on a athletic field or whatever. I guess I don't see that one. I mean, some of these, yes, like savages. Th- that's one of the nicknames. Uh, not, I, not that one to me is is really derogatory. So, um, in 1994, Marquette University changed their name from the Marquette Warriors to the Marquette Golden Eagles. Yep. And they were saying that the American Indians did find it offensive, so they changed it. And in the what mir- year was that? 1994. Uh, Merriam-Webster deems it usually offensive, the term, calls it contemptuous, as well as disparaging and offensive. The, the term warrior? Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Guess we aren't woke enough, guys. And this is from the US Today, USA Today, and that was an article that the Merriam-Webster deems it usually offensive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We had a suggestion from a uh, texter about what to call the Washington football team. 303-995, the Washington tax cutters. The tax cutters? I mean, they're going to have to come up uh, yeah. with a nickname, aren't they? Wasn't there a basketball team, the Warriors? Golden, Golden State. State. So they do they they changed it? No. So it's still the Warriors? Still the Warriors. Yeah. Right? I mean, the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, they but were. There, but there is talk that they're going to they're gonna be forced to change that. Yeah, maybe back to the Cleveland Spiders. Blast from the past. Wow. Okay. But they haven't, they haven't caved on that yet. They haven't decided. How about the Atlanta officially. Braves? See, that's another one where I think, what's the, what's the downfall of calling someone the Braves? That's just keeping the Native American history alive, right? In my mind, anyways. Some argue that, yep. Hmm. 719-689, the Washington lawyers feared and despised. Perfect. Mm, that is a good one. Politicians, the Washington politicians. The Washington lobbyists. <laughs> there you go. The Broncos, ones with the real power. The Broncos on the road today to face the Washington lobbyist. 
<laughs> here in our nation's capital. I don't know. What would your what's, logo what's look like? What's the mascot? Yeah, what's your mascot? Some fat guy with money hanging out of both pockets. Yeah. <laughs> With a suit and tie on. I don't know. Yeah. How about the, yeah, I can't read that one. Why not? Uh, because I need, need this gig. Uh, 720-951. You read it the same time I did. Should be the Washington Crooks. Yeah. What would the mascot be? A guy in a suit trying to hide Richard money. Nixon. Picture, a picture of, of Dick Nixon. Ricky Dick. I am not a crook. <laughs> uh, 720236, the Washington Lincolns. Okay. We're trying to, there has to be, if, if they choose something other than the Washington football team, is it team or club? Team. Washington football team. There has to be like, a mascot involved. They can't. So for Lincoln's, what would that be? The car? Would it be Abe? <laughs> it would car. be Abe, wouldn't it? The car. Yeah, it would be a guy with a big old top hat on. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you can go. What's the Seattle team? They called themselves the Krakens. Just the Krakens. That's the new hockey team. Yeah. The Krakens. Just Kraken. Just Krakens? You're kind yep. of stuff on that crack. You're stuck Krakens. on that. Yeah, Kraken. <laughs> Your doctor was named Kraken. McCracken. Yeah. <laughs> 303-514. How about the Washington Nightshirts as a nod today? There you go. Yes. There you go. Oh, this might. How about this? 720. Uh, where did it go? Um, well, the texts are coming in fast and furious man, right now. Kidding. Uh, here's one. 303-916. The Washington Swamp Dwellers. Hmm. That does have a kind of a scary, dark feeling to it. 720-775, the Washington Stimulus. Okay. 602, our friends in Phoenix. 320, the Washington Cesspool. Okay. 303-909, but Abe was once a slave owner, so that isn't woke. Is that true? I know there was there, a there problem. Is a story. There's a, some problem with Abe Lincoln right now, and I, I, I didn't know he was a slave owner. But I know that there's been some people that wanted, you know, Abe Lincoln to go away. 303-815, the Braves have already said they're not going to change their name. No way, no how. Okay. We'll see. See where that goes. See if that yep. continues. Uh, 719-321, the same with Savage, Rick. A brutal or vicious person. No reference to Native Americans. Mm. Yeah, I guess. But if you're going to use the uh, the the nickname Savages and then have any type of mascot or logo that incorporates anything from the Indian culture, I think you're pretty much. I, I, I think, I think that's, to me for, that's derogatory. What would be your mascot for Savages? Though? Well, I know uh, one of the high schools in the article I was reading were warriors, but they used a headdress as. Part of their mascots get up. Isn't that what's what Rapaho? I think Montrose. Rapaho's the Warriors. But what's their what's the um, logo? Um, their helmet is like it's it's got uh, like feathers on it. It's a cool looking helmet. I'd have to know. Three hundred three eight hundred eight. Dave Lincoln was not a slave owner. I never said he was. That that came. That was from a, a texter. That was a texter. Yeah. Seven two zero six three six. Abe Lincoln was not a slave owner. Yeah, so Rapaho High School Warriors is a picture of an Indian with a headdress. 
Okay. So maybe that's the issue on that one. Could be. 740 Washington Swamp Rats. 740. Did you read that right? Yes. Is wow. That, is that your people? That's my people. That's Southeast Ohio area code let's, let's right there. Let's change that. That might be your person. <laughs> Dad, are you listening? Yeah. Huh. Um, 720629. This is interesting. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Chiefs, to me, would be like presidents. You know, I, I don't see that as derogatory, but I'm a white guy. So if... Um, like I said, if there's Native Americans... Do you just offended, call yourself a white guy? Yeah. What else am I going to call myself? Mm. I suppose. If, if there are Native Americans listening that are offended by chiefs and warriors, I'd sure like to hear from you. Rick, in, our, in today's climate, you're able to identify... Whatever you want. With whatever you want. All right, I'm a black guy then. I'm you know going, what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Seriously. Yeah. That's who I identify with. 720415, Lincoln freed the slaves. Yes, again, to reiterate, I was simply reading one of the texts. It's not what I said. 303 However, 349, Washington Jokers. The mascot looks like the Joker from Batman. Mm. At the end of January 2021, schools in San Francisco declared that Lincoln's name would be removed from the school curriculum. Why? Canceling them out. They just they they decided that they needed where, to cancel. Where, this is where was that? San Francisco. Oh, there's a surprise. Yeah. So he he was canceled out in San Francisco. They don't want to, kids to learn about him. And in some places, Lincoln statues were vandalized. So maybe that's where that texture was confused about the Lincoln being a slave owner. Seven zero three three eight nine. Um refreshed the washington wokes the mascot can be a person cowering in front of a dictionary since we're now afraid of words okay interesting i yeah we have no we have no knowledge that uh or, or clarity i guess in terms of what what franchises what teams have to change their names and Maybe those that don't. Karen and Parker joins us on KOA. Good morning, Karen. Hi, uh, Dave. Three things. First things first, I was listening to you uh, yesterday, I think, on a recording about Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. It is so incredibly good to hear you and Rick on the air calling the games. You, you can, I can tell you're passionate, you love it, and it is what you live for. And I just wanted you to know that... You and Rick and Kathy are the best, even on the air for your radio show. I love all of you. Thank you, Karen. Now. Thank you, Karen. You guys and Kathy, you too. I love you Thank you. But please know that Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, did not have slaves. His wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, came from a very wealthy family. Mm -hmm. Her family had slaves. And that... Abe Lincoln, I've read several histories on Abe Lincoln, and I'm reading one on Jefferson right now. But anyway, that's another story. But Abe Lincoln was not comfortable with it. 
his wife's family held slaves. He was not, never was comfortable with it. And uh, Why are they canceling him in, in San Francisco in some of the curriculum? <laughs> other on. than, other than look, the fact look, that they're in San hold Francisco. On. Hold on. Let me just first say I am not woke. I am a flaming I'm a flaming social liberal, and I am a fiscal conservative. So I, I don't know what I am, but I vote Republican. You, you've got to figure out that these idiots don't know history because they've had liberal education. All these dumb, dumb, I'm not going to say the word I wanted to say. Right. <laughs> We're about to dump you. Liberal educators yeah. have destroyed history. They don't teach history anymore. Hmm. And these people don't understand that Abe Lincoln was the one who emancipated the slave. Sure. And Karen, we got to run to the break. Thanks for your uh, kind comments. And again, just to reiterate, to be certain on this, we were just reading what a texter said. That was not any of the three right. of us no. stipulating that Abe Lincoln owned slaves. That's that's not what we said. But Karen, thank you. 1025 on KOA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think this is the song we were looking for. By the way, welcome back. 1038 on this Wednesday morning. This is a good song. This is their big hit. This was, to me, this was the best Little River band. I song. agree. Yeah. Doesn't it remind you of Ambrosia, though? Remember Ambrosia? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Kind of got Same era. Soft, syrupy sort of feel to it. No, Ambrosia. What did Ambrosia sing? Well, I can't think of it now because of this. Dave, Rick, and Kathy with you. 303-713-8585. That is our number. By the way, you can just let this breathe, Melinda Grant. KOA News Radio, the official station of All-Star Week. We invite you to stay with us for live coverage of the Home Run Derby and All-Star Game at Coors Field. And to celebrate, we want to send you to the game. And a lot more. So here's your chance to win the ultimate All-Star ticket package, which includes a pair of tickets to the All-Star Game, Home Run Derby, All-Star Sunday, all of that, and there's more. The next Rockies home game at Coors Field, which is against the world champion Dodgers coming up on July 16th. All you have to do to enter is go to koanewsradio.com, koanewsradio.com, click on the contest link, and enter today's key word, which is strike, S-T-R-I-K-E. Be sure to listen tomorrow. Another chance for the winning keyword only in KOA News Radio. A big, the big hit for Ambrosia was "How Much I Feel." Remember that one? Yeah, that. Now that was a good one. That great, was truly great. a ballad. That was. I mean, that was like, yeah, 
great song. You felt a little weird liking that song so much. Yeah, and I Just still hear it weird. today, and I like it. Me too. Really? Because okay. who, who's the lead singer of Ambrosia? Had a really David, good... uh, his last name was Pack. I think it's David Pack. And um, that guy was really talented. Very this talented. This dude, very, very talented. Tell me guy. you didn't stand up in your parents' living room with a hairbrush. With the hairbrush. Sing into this. In the mirror. <laughs> God, you and I are just syrupy sick. <laughs> and this is a really good song. Yes, I do. Oh, no. You remember, That's uh, the next verse. Kathy, you remember this song? Yes. This is a, it's in my parents' car. Where I was sitting in the back of the van. Wait, wait. Your, your two Korean parents are listening to Ambrosia? Oh, yeah. I, I still like this song. Yeah, I do too. And I, I'm not very proud of it, but... Still gets a lot of play. And is just shaking his head. This isn't hitting the spot for me. At amazement. I'd never heard this. No. Really? Really. That's you mean your mom didn't My mom to must it? not have been a big Ambrosia fan. Looks right up her alley by looking at a picture of these guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a shot at Grant's mom. I mean, he loves you, but just tell him the truth. Gary in Denver on KOA News Radio. Morning, Gary. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, morning. Kathy. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good. Living a dream. Hey, just a couple of things. Um, with Ambrosia, I don't know if you guys remember the Rainbow Music Hall. Yeah. Off of, uh, yeah, that's when I saw them way back when in the 80s. And I'm not very tall, but my seat was right behind a pillar. So I never got to see them. I got to hear them. <laughs> it was pretty good. But the other thing is, uh, I think uh, Little River Band's biggest hit was probably Mexico. Mm. If Mexico, you think? Yeah, I um, think that's the name of the song. Or I might be mistaken, but I can't. I can't put it in my head. Thing, yeah, I think of James Taylor when I think the, it. When I when someone says the song Mexico, he had a he yeah, had a really no, good it, song. I'd never really been, but I sure want to go. That Mexico, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think of the lyrics, but I'm not going to sing on the radio. <laughs> okay, thank you, Gary. Yeah. Um, Appreciate it. <laughs> and then uh, Washington, I think, uh, you know, the Washington militia would be a good name if that's not an insult to anybody. Or maybe even the Washington statesman. Okay. Okay. Militia right. or statesman. Thank you, Gary. Hmm. Uh, Texture 720483. I think a lot of oops babies came from this song. You know what? I bet they, I bet you're right. I don't know what year that song came out. I'm thinking it was like late 70s, maybe 80. Huh. 303-808. Little River Band, Lady, is a great song. Yep. True. 303-808, same text to Rick Ambrosia and 20CC, the same band. You mean 10CC? <laughs> well, he, well, texter. I mean, he texter. Put, he put... Yeah, you 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 mean ten cc the one that's saying I'm not in love. Yes, yep. That wasn't really my cup of tea. No, nah, me neither. You didn't see your I, hairbrush on that one. <laughs> no, I, I I never got that song. But Ambrosia, kind of a sucker for that song.
I don't and know what why. was your guess for the release date for how I how much I feel? I'm going to say 1980. A little I'm, lower. 79. 78. 78. 78. All right. Huh. I can't believe my mom wasn't a fan. Oh, I bet she was. <laughs> yeah. 720270. That's belly rub music. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben laughing on that. Yeah, Ben's laughing yeah. at that. Yeah, seven one nine two three nine. Mexico was by Firefall. Um, I don't remember that by Firefall. I like Firefall though. I do too. They had a couple of really good songs. Yeah. As a matter of fact, three zero three nine one nine. Mexico is a big one for Firefall. Best local band ever. Um, who sang Green Eyed Lady? Uh, Sugarloaf. They're from Boulder. Yeah, they're from Colorado. Huh. <laughs> Seven one nine three three one. Dave the Eagle. The Eagles sang Mexico. I I didn't. That was Rick. Well, James Taylor had. He, he's got. Yeah, a, that's that's the one I remember. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a. It's a common song name, I would imagine. <laughs> this is funny. Seven two zero seven seven five. Rick in his tidy whities and puka shells. Dave in his nightshirt, <laughs> singing into the hairbrush. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What do we? What do we got here? Is this firefall? This is firefall. Yeah, Mexico. Like a... I never heard this. I want to hear the chorus. I. I don't. I don't know that I have either. Three zero three eight eight seven, great Ambrosia tune. I keep holding on to mm. yesterday. Mm. True, that is a good song. Seven one two three five eight. This is good for you, Rick. Rick Lewis project is good. Thank you. Thank you. Love playing. When's your next gig, by the way? Um, January or July. I was going to say, wow. I was like, wow, you're not playing all year? (laughs) July, uh, whatever the last Saturday in July is, 24th, I think. July 24th. Dirty Dogs. Okay. Um, I sent you guys that video today of us covering a Greta Van Fleet song. And Sarah Hornbuckle, vocal on that. Man, my hair stands up when she hits that note mm. at the beginning of that song. She's good. She is so good. Seven one nine three three one. Dave, what about Big Head Todd? Yep, love them. Yeah, great local band. Nine seven zero two nine zero. Disputing an uh, an earlier <laughs> texter, the Eagles did not sing Mexico. Okay, but James Taylor did. I'm sticking with that. Yes, he did. <laughs> Dave remembers it, too. You um, see what Bruce Smith said when asked uh, about yeah. uh, Carl Nassib's declaration of of being gay and him being the first NFL player to openly admit that he is gay. Bruce Smith uh, said, you know, that there, there, there was at least a, one gay player maybe more, in the Bills locker room when he played. I don't know who that would be, but I think that's that's absolutely true, or or seems true to me. I, I feel the same way, and I played before Bruce, but back in the mid-'70s, mid-'80s, playing in Cleveland, um, I'm quite certain 
we had a gay player and maybe maybe sure. a couple of players. You know what? It's just not a, even back then. It just wasn't an issue. The issue, uh, you know, I'm not speaking in terms of society, the overall view from society, but in an NFL locker room, for the most part, guys guys don't care. They don't care what your religion is. They don't care what your um, beliefs are. They, what they care about is, are you a good teammate? Can you play? Can you be productive? And can you help us win? That's what they care about. All that other stuff is... So he's basically saying it. it he he uh, applauded Carl Nassib for coming out, but he but he said it's really not a big deal. Yeah, he said we all knew we had a gay player or two or three in the locker room. We didn't care because we were all we had one goal in mind that we were pulling for, and that was winning football games. That's right, and that's all you really care about. Yep, that's what's most important. 303-437 Zephyr with Tommy Bolin and Candy Givens. Should have been Colorado's best band, but bad luck happened. Yeah, Tommy Bolin died young. Way too young. Great guitar player, though. 719331. Here's clarification. Dave, I meant the Eagles sang in Mexico. LOL. Okay. <laughs> All right. 303-478, the mm. Washington Redcoats. Mm. Hmm. I wonder if you're going to offend the British. Somebody. You're going to offend somebody. Well, the British. Right? Yeah. British were the Redcoats. A couple of texters, several have actually mentioned the Vikings as being offensive. Hmm. Uh, a long history of raping and pillaging. Um, nobody seems to have a problem with that name right now, but you think they eventually get around to Vikings being canceled out? Man, might have a ways to go. I, I, I don't have any idea. You know, I, I just hope that that nobody takes up for the wild horses that you have to go out and try to catch and then break and then turn them into workhorses because Broncos, I guess, might be offensive to some. Give it another yeah. 20 years, they'll probably cancel that too. Yeah. I will say this, Vikings is one of the best shows I've ever seen. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. I still have not seen that. It is so good. Is it good? Yeah. And talk about rape and pillaging. You'll see plenty of that. Well, pirates too. You know, pirates and Vikings. Are bad. Uh, And there's a lot of pirates. When you think of pirates, what what nationality were the majority of pirates? Well, there's still pirates today, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're... they're groups that that try to overtake the, on the boats seat. and yeah. steal their contents, right? Uh, but that's a good question. I ba- don't know. Back in the day, pirates. You know the yeah. the old image of a pirate was he Scottish or English or huh. no? For the most part, what were they? I thought they were Korean. Mm-hmm. Korean pirates. Mm-hmm. No, but I thought they were from. Asia, somewhere in the Asian-African area, right? That's kind of what I thought of when I thought of pirates in the day. I always think Caribbean for some reason. Hmm. Could you think of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Well, Somalia. (laughs) Maybe. That's got to be it. But that's what I think of is like within that African-Asian continent. There has been a lot of pirate activity out of Somalia, for right? sure. Somali yeah. pirates, right? So I always but, thought it off the continent of Asia, not saying Asians, but the continent of but Asia. Stop to think about the the caricatures 
of pirates back when we were kids. It wasn't like they were Asian caricatures. They were no. they were white people uh, with beards and <laughs> they wore a patch on one eye. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know what they. But they didn't look white though to me. And when they just did caricatures of it, they always had darker skin. That's because it was a cartoon. Well, even just that what they portray in movies, right? They and did. The... No, I never saw the dark skin. I kind of saw the darker I, skin. I, I haven't either. Nope. Uh, seven seven one two. Refresh. Uh, 712, I think most of the pirates came from Spain. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing, is most of them are from Europe. Uh, Blackbeard was from the UK. So, I mean, it's mostly Europe is what it looks like to me. Okay. 303-246. Man, why are we so worried about being offended by history? It happened and facts don't care about your feelings. Let's just be transparent, learn from history, and move on. I think we should learn from history for sure. You know what? And if you cancel everything out, you're going to have no history to learn from. You can't erase it. You should learn from it. Uh, 303-598, Washington Independence with a firework as a symbol. Okay. They talk about piracy in the Age of Discovery, which began in the 15th century with Spain and Portugal discovering the Americas, also known as the New World. And that's where the Caribbean connection is. And Johnny Depp. Right. Yeah. (laughs) 10.55 is our time. 303-713-8585. Got a couple lines available. 566-90. That's the text line. We say good morning to KOA News Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Way down here, you need a reason. The good song. Little JT for you, open the last hour. We love JT. I think most people love JT. Mm-hmm. Or you're this a bit. Guessing nineties, somewhere in the nineties. I, I, I can't pinpoint it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it feels like nineties. Sounds right to me. Good song. I can see JT all day long. By the way, welcome back. Final hour. Dave, Rick, and Kathy. Millennial Grant here as well. We have two folks online. We'll get right to you. Story that uh, is just breaking. Bill Cosby is going to be released from prison after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his conviction. So he is a free man as of now. 
It was a technicality. Bill Cosby relied on a prosecutor's decision not to charge him when he later gave potentially incriminating testimony in a deposition. So Bill Cosby was told that he wouldn't be charged before he gave the deposition, and then they charged him based on what he said in the deposition. And so they had to throw it out. So he did serve, um, what, two and a half years? Yeah. So, yeah. But he was scheduled. How many How many more did he have? He vowed to serve all 10 years rather than acknowledge any remorse or guilt over what he did. Hmm. He just, you know, stubbornly took a stance and I'm not going to say I did it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll serve the whole 10. Well, he's getting out after two years. Yep, two and a half. Bill Cosby was, uh, gosh, when we were kids, he was mm. one of my all-time favorite. Huge. He was like Huge what you wanted comedians. your dad to be is when, when I was a kid. It's I, mean, like... I remember buying the the LP, I mean, the the album that had nothing but his, his jokes on it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I remember my mom and dad were big fans of they loved his stand-up him. comedy. Because he was clean, right? He, yeah. was, the only, he was clean. He yeah. was the only clean comic probably at the time because you had Richard Pryor who was not clean. And he uh, then he, he he did I Spy. With, think, with David Culp. Uh, yeah, the TV show. Or Robert Culp. Robert Culp and David. David. Uh, yeah, what was that guy's name? David something. And that made him a TV star, and then the rest is history. But, yeah, it looks like a technicality. Wow. Uh, And and I'm reading here where they arrested him just days before the 12-year statute of limitations expired. So the whole timing of all of that was really bizarre. Mm -hmm. But apparently a prosecutor or a... uh, Yeah, it looks like a prosecutor had already told him that He was going to get out? He would not be charged. And so then he did the deposition and said things that probably he wouldn't have said. And then they arrested him, threw him in prison. Are you talking about David Friedkin? Mm, No, I think that's the the producer. Yeah, Morton Fine and David Friedkin. Wasn't there a David actor as well? Um, Robert Culp. It says Robert Culp, Bill Cosby, Earl Hagen was the composer. Nope. Sheldon Leonard was the producer. Am I thinking of another series? I was thinking David Culp. That's Robert Culp. Who's, who's uh, okay, I don't know. You're going to say who's David? We're right, on, and, and I'm also thinking of Mannix. Who is Mannix? Mike Connors. Yeah. I David want... Carp. Carp? David Carp. Was that who you think? No, you, no. I'm thinking of Robert, yeah, no, I don't. Don't know. David Friedkin is the only per- other person besides David Carp. Ron in Pueblo joining us on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Ron. Hey, fellas. I'm always listening to you, man. You guys are, I'm at work and it's always banging and stuff. I did have one earphone on. And you guys, you are funny. You are funny. Now, my son and I were talking about what the names Washington team would give. And he said, you know, the Sentinels would be cool and they could put up a really cool robot on the helmet. That's pretty good, and he asked me, and I said the Senators. So I think the Sentinels, Washington Sentinels would be cool. Yeah. And then I'll have a shirt. I think I won't be wearing it. My wife got mad at me. It's a picture of Bill Cosby saying, drinks, I'll get the drinks. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I just remember growing up that, you know, when the Cosby show was on, it was really popular. And thinking, I loved it. Yeah. Thinking, gosh, I want a dad like that. Yeah. America's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was shocking to people when the first, you know, stories came out about him. Mm. That, and they're like, what? And people, uh, you know, there were whispers uh, of him and, and this type of behavior for years. Uh, that the insiders seem to know. And they just covered it up. Yeah, just kind of like with Harvey Weinstein, too. I They're felt bad thing. for all those women who had to live through that all those years, you know, and then he just kept doing it and doing it. And, David McCallum uh, from one of our texters. Okay. Man from Uncle. It's Man from oh, Uncle. yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, that's right. 303-435, James Taylor, Mexico, 1975, off the album Gorilla. Yeah, first song on the album. We were wow. thinking uh, a tad bit later. Wow. 303-594. Cosby also did the voice for the Fat Albert cartoon in the 70s. Loved that as well. Hey, hey, hey. Is yeah. that pretty good? Yeah. <laughs> Rick is such a kind soul. That's pretty good. Oh, you didn't think it was any good, Dave? I, I didn't say that. It just Rick was. <laughs> you just quick, saying I'm a nice guy. Say, yes, what... I mean, I'm just saying Rick is a kind soul. Man, I remember watching reruns of the Cosby Show religiously when I got home from school. Yeah, three hundred three, wholesome show. Three hundred four, mm-hmm. Ilya Kuryakin. That's Ilya Kuryakin. Yeah, that was the name of the character on the TV show, The Man from Uncle. Ilya. Yeah. I, Ily, Ilya Kuryakin. Okay. You have to trust. I thought me it was Kuryakin. All right. Might be Kuryakin. A little follow-up on Bill Cosby. Uh, The article here says that he was the first celebrity tried and convicted in the Me Too era, and they're saying the reversal could make prosecutors wary of calling other accusers in similar cases. We'll see how this affects... What about Harvey Weinstein? Well, Harvey Weinstein got convicted. Did he not? Is that still going through the court system? I'm not sure if he's convicted yet. He might. He might He's be still in jail. Maybe, but well, Cosby was the first, the first celebrity. Okay, and now they're thinking that they may be wary now of continuing to call these guys out. Three hundred three nine hundred two. Yes, we saw this, but the text says, "Did you see that Bill Cosby's conviction has been overturned today, and further prosecution has been barred?" Okay. Another interesting thing about Bill Cosby is, yeah, he he worked really clean, and he would call out other comedians uh, and tell them that they were too dirty. And I know a lot of comics that did not appreciate that. Is that right? Yes. And then when he got busted for this, it's like they were they were they felt good about it, hmm. like because they knew they knew that he was a phony. Because the, a lot of people knew, a lot of insiders knew of these backstories and, and these types of problems. And here's Bill Cosby, you know, telling them not to work dirty. Like, like he's, he's pure. And they knew he wasn't. 720402, what about Bob Barker and his accusations? What did yeah, he Bob, do? Bob Barker was accused of all sorts of impropriety with to the women who his worked. co-star. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't oh, co-stars, that's right. Yep. Not co-stars, but the, the ladies that worked with him on Let's Make a Deal. Mm. No. I mean, uh, come Price on. Price is right. Price is right. <laughs> I was like, let's deal. make a deal. So many damn game shows back then. 
Has Bob Barker ever been? And he, Bob Barker's got to be in his nineties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I forgot about the Bob Barker. I remember Barker. hearing about the accusations. I don't know if those actually went to a court setting or were settled or what have you. Ah, uh, let's see. In 1994, one of the game show models sued him. Right. I'm trying to find out if there's. See if he settled on that. Yeah, let me look up this. 720, while you do, 720236. Marilyn Manson is going away for sure. Uh, he's uh, He's got some I would think. difficult obstacles to overcome. Yeah, right? and it's multiple women. Yep. Yeah, I think he's it's it's over for him from what I can see. While we look uh, on the Bob Barker situation, Cindy on the road joining us on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Cindy. Hey, I just wanted to chime in. I'm an Arapahoe Warrior graduate. Yep. Uh, two years back, 78 to be exact. And I don't, I haven't heard you guys mention it. I want you to be aware that Arapahoe High School and the tribes in both South Dakota and North Dakota have a great relationship. Students used to go up there and work on the reservations, and they have no problem with us being the warriors. Hmm. I saw a couple of texts saying the same thing, that the apparently yeah. the, the tribe's okay with it. Tribes are absolutely okay, so people just need to leave well enough alone. Well, Cindy, thank you. Doesn't seem like that's going to be much of a possibility does it yeah you know and we've talked about this on the radio before and i wonder how many native americans care because i've had plenty call my show over the years and and say that they 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 look at it differently hmm. like they don't they don't consider it insulting and then i've had some that that do but i wonder uh what percentage of Native Americans are offended by warriors, you know, and that type of thing? Braves, chiefs. Yep. Or is it just a very vocal minority? That I don't know. But I've had plenty of Native Americans tell me that they consider it a badge of honor. So I don't know. Nine seven zero three eight eight. Bob Barker is dead. I don't think he is. I I do not think that is. If so, he slipped out on us. I, I ninety seven years old. Yeah, I thought he was still around. So he's alive. Yep. So we were right. At okay. least, unless our texter knows something, some breaking news. Oh yeah. His birthday will be ninety eight in December twelfth. Ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just always remember that scene from Happy Gilmore. Oh, he was great. Oh, he was wonderful. <laughs> Man, I'm telling that was you, awesome. Right. The price is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a couple different things. Um, the lawsuit that was filed against him was dropped because she said it was hurting her health. And then one of the other models said that she got fired for gaining weight. And then another one said that she got hit by the camera. And so I, that's the only one I can see in this article about him. And that lawsuit was dropped. Hmm. 720290, I used to be a cop. 
Uh, two girls conspire against a teenage boy to accuse him of a sex crime. If you want to set somebody up, you can do it, It is, and it is definitely possible. Absolutely true. I'm sure. I, I, in reference to Bill Cosby, there's a lot of women. You know, typically when there's a lot of women that come out, uh, I tend to believe them. Yeah, when there's more than one, yeah. you tend to. Mm-hmm. But he's, our texter's right, he or she, that you can falsely accuse anybody. And if you play it right, you could take them down. Seven eight five eight two one. What about Richard Dawson always kissing ladies on game shows? Now I do think Richard Dawson is gone. Yes, uh, but he did kiss a lot of the participants on um, what was the name of that show? The family, the Family Feud, right? Family Feud. Two, um, two families. That was Family Feud. Yeah, I think he was the what? original host of it. And now Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't. Here's a texter, 303-905. This is Red Hawk. I'm assuming that's, this is a Native American. Come to my casino. You can call your team whatever. Uh, What's his casino? I don't know. Yeah, let us know what uh, what casino you're talking about. You know, it's funny when he were talking with Adam Sandler, Bob Barker, is when my son watches that now, Happy Gilmore. He's like, who's that guy? Who's that? I mean, it's just, but they he thinks it's so funny that Adam Sandler got beat up by an old dude. Yeah, he didn't right. even know who the old dude was. It's a great scene. <laughs> that movie's held up well today. It's good. He loves it. He loves all the Adam Sandler movies. They're talking about doing a Happy Gilmore too. They should. Yep. I would love that. It'd they be better it before... than the crap he's putting out now. Yeah, and they should do it before Bob Barker dies. Mm. Well, I don't think Bob Barker will necessarily do <laughs> He should be in it, though. <laughs> 98 years old. In a yes. wheelchair, beating up happy. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. This, this texture, 303-941, Bob Barker trains with Chuck Norris. Really? I find that hard to believe. Now or in the day? I think in the day. Ralph in Arvada joining us on KOA News Radio. Hi, Ralph. Hey, gentlemen and young lady, Kathy. How y'all doing? Hi. Good. Hey, um... Speaking of cancel culture, I experienced that in the early 80s when I was an Arvada Redskin. Um, one day they came in our gym and painted over our beautiful chief, and then they called us Arvada Reds. Well, I'm Lakota Sioux. My mom was born and raised on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota in the early 40s, and she literally experienced Manifest Destiny firsthand. Um, they would scrub her until she bled, and I said, why'd they do that? Were you dirty, Ma? And she said, no, my skin was too dark. Because by then, they had stuck her on a boarding in a boarding school on the res. Well, I had asked her about the red skin um, word and if it offended her, and she says no. And for those that are fans, they don't know the true meaning of the word, and they have too much time on their hand, and I have to agree. Um, that word was first used in 1869 by Colonel John Collins, and he was translating a letter from the Indians, and he basically said the Redskins will offer you safe passage. And over years, some people in this cancel culture that want to, you know, like cha- they changed the Washington Redskins uh, name. I, in my opinion, that's just BS, and now they're going to have, you know, something stupid. But just to give you, from my point of view, I'm a tribal member. I did all the paperwork when I was uh, 
studying it for my history degree at Regis, which I got. That helped me learn a lot about my family and the, not only the Lakota, which we are, but the Dakota Sioux, which we're both over in South Dakota. But my point just being is that, yeah, if the word redskin bothers you, you honestly have too much time on your hand and you really need to grab a history book and sit down. And one other thing in closing, <laughs> for the lady earlier who was proud she voted Republican, how'd that work for you a couple of years ago? You guys be good. I love y'all. Great show. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ralph. Good call, Ralph. Thank you. Good and call. By the way, Bob Barker did train with Chuck Morris for eight years. Like when? 40 years ago? Uh, That's what I'm saying. I don't think he not today. Four, four weeks ago. I don't nope. think he trains with them now. It was like no. yesterday, Rick. Just for the Happy Gilmore yeah. movie, actually. Yes. It was in a geriatric ward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was for the Happy Gilmore movie. And now Chuck's renowned kick to the heads, they're more sort of like kick to the kneecap. But How old is Chuck Norris? Let's look that Chuck up. Norris would be 70-something. 81. Yep, 70, 81. <laughs> Chuck Norris used to train in my gym in California. Uh, he would bring a an entourage in, uh, one of them, Benny Poda. Google that guy. Uh, Benny Poda was Chuck's trainer, but Chuck would work out in this little gym that I trained at, and he was a really nice guy. Good guy. Benny I, Poda, a guy you don't want to mess around with. I've met Chuck Norris as well, and I've told the story. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Yep. We had a thing. This is after I retired from the NFL and was involved in radio and TV here in Denver, and, I mean, just – just cordial and really gregarious, but I, I was, I didn't tell him, but I was just struck because you see him on TV and then you meet him in person. Chuck Norris is a very small man. I mean, he's mm -hmm. like five, seven, five, six, maybe, but uh, couldn't have been a nicer, couldn't have been a nicer guy. Do you ever watch Nash Bridges? Yes. <laughs> I remember my dad used to watch that show religiously and that was always on uh, him and uh, oh, that wasn't Chuck Norris, was it? Nash Bridges. I just spaced on that. That's all right. But I said yes. I used to watch <laughs> Nash Bridges. But that I don't know why it made me think of that. It made me think of Nash Bridges and Bowflex. Seven two zero five eight nine. The snow is offended by the name Avalanche. Three zero three eight one five. Believe the women, unless you're Governor Cuomo. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it seems like he um, he's going to slide on that. And I think this for your. Last caller, 330-987, that is in Cleveland. How's voting Democrat working for you now, guy? Okay. Man, we got it stirred up today. We've got barbs going we got back it stirred and forth, up today. Right? Texters going, going at each going other. Going at each other. 1127 the time on KOA News Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
back, 1141 on KOA News Radio. Significance here. This is Greta Van Fleet. Awesome, awesome band that is uh, kind of sounds like some old school rock. And Rick yep. mentioned earlier that he sent us that video of his band covering this song. So I thought yeah, I'd play actually, the original. Uh, we covered this song. Not an easy thing to do to hit that high note to start the. Uh, the song. I thought the drummer was good. I told you that. The drummer, <laughs> yeah. But we have a we have a just a great singer in our band. You want to hear her hit the note? They can hit that note. Yeah, go ahead. Play, play. Let's hear the difference. So this is my band. And you're gonna hear Sarah here. Here we go. There you go. Nice. Listen to the Man, drummer. <laughs> she's got some pipes on her. Is that drummer any good? Listen to that pocket. It's an air drummer. That's no, tight. No, no, that's <laughs> tight. That's Rick drumming. <laughs> I think I was at this show. Uh, yeah, maybe Grand Z. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's so good. Very proud of her, as you can tell. We're going to have back the phone line. Stan, the man in Highlands Ranch, joins us on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Stan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Good to talk to you guys again. Uh, I, I got first of all, I got to go see uh, Rick's band here one of these days. Cause I hope so. <laughs> she had some pipes. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say this: this whole Native American thing. I'm a I'm a proud Native American, um, Muscogee, um, Witka clan, better known as probably the Creek Indians. Um. It's just getting ridiculous. It's almost like this cancel culture is trying to cancel out the memory of um, Native Americans. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if you'd call it white guilt or what. I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. But um, it's just, it's getting um, it's getting ridiculous. I, I, I'm not offended by it, and I've yet to meet another um, American Indian that's offended by it. And I'm just going to leave you with that. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Thank you, Stan. Yeah, I've heard of, I've talked to a lot of Native Americans, and some prefer to be called Indians, uh, and they have that same opinion about canceling out all of, basically canceling out them uh, by erasing these types of names, warriors and chiefs and braves, and, and a lot of them are very, very proud of it. They consider it a badge of honor. Uh, but there are some very vocal, it's a very vocal group that is doing this, and they, they've got a big big platform right now and a big microphone. We were talking about uh, professional sports franchises. What about the Chicago Blackhawks? I've not, if so, I, I don't remember reading the story in terms of whether or not there is pressure on the Blackhawks to change their nickname, or is that uh, the logo? With some, yeah, the, yeah. With some franchises, they have agreements in place that would preclude a nickname change or a logo change. I'm not sure about about Chicago. This is from a CNN article last year. It says the Chicago Blackhawks won't change nickname because it honors the life of an actual Native American. Okay. 
We celebrate Blackhawk's legacy by offering ongoing reverent examples of Native American culture, traditions, and contributions. I mean, to me, it seems silly. I mean, I, I completely understand that. I, I say, good. I applaud that. But it just seems silly that it's almost selectively now. Some schools, some franchises are forced to change. Others, um, because it's been deemed that they are honoring a Native American, uh, they, they are allowed to, to keep their mask. It just, it just doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me. And our last caller, Stan, called it white guilt. You know what? I, I think in many cases it is. And we've seen it happen on, you know, the radio show over the years where uh, somebody gets offended for somebody else. So they're not really offended. You didn't offend them. You offended somebody else, and they're offended that you did that. Uh, and we've seen that happen many, many times. I remember uh, Dragon when he was 350 pounds, and he called himself fat. And he had somebody that was offended that he used the word fat about himself. So they were offended that <laughs> that he called himself fat. I mean, oh, so that's kind of how it is, right? That's kind of where we are right now. People are going to be offended for you, even though you're not offended. Mm. And Kathy's had the same thing happen with... Uh, uh, over the years with Asian references. Well, and, that was on this show. And yeah, various other things, right? Recently, yeah, right. right. Well, yeah, that's the big thing, right? You don't get offended for yourself anymore. You get offended for other people. So they're offended for you. Mm -hmm. right. Even if you're not offended, they want to be offended for you. Yeah. I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> you haven't tried it? No, I mean... I mean I'm, thinking about it? I'm, it's sort of like, you know, having a good, uh, good order of lasagna. At a, at a restaurant. I, have, I haven't tried it. Maybe I will. I don't know. So, you, don't you're, so you you're offended for somebody else. For somebody else. And you're outraged. Yeah. So much so that you want to cancel that person out. So like righteously, indignantly outraged? Yeah. Yes. Yes. To, to that extent? To that extent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 1148 the time. We're wrapping things up here on KOA News Radio. Kevin and Frederick joins us next good morning kevin hey good afternoon guys morning uh, the, the the or morning it is i guess uh the only point i would make is i think uh council culture is somewhat sub subjective because uh kaepernick was pretty much council now i stand every time for the national anthem i think people should but i wouldn't counsel somebody who didn't and i think we don't have a problem if it's something that we agree with council you know so so we have to be careful that we're not uh, being subjective. We got to be consistent and objective with our position. Yeah, you know what? I'd uh, I'd be in favor of that. But that's and Kevin, thank you. That's way too reasonable for today's climate. Yeah, and you know what? I I I I'm okay disagreeing with somebody. I don't think that person needs to be canceled because I don't agree with them. Well, I want you to reconsider that. And that's that, where we are. I, mean, I want you to reconsider that. I don't think that's why. An, I don't think that's an appropriate stance no? in 2021. No. Really? I think you have to develop some righteous indignation. And I think you then have to become a tad bit more combative than you are by nature. Mm. And let's go to battle because that's that's where we are. Mm. So I got to get on board. Otherwise, you don't fit in, Rick. No. <laughs> I don't fit in. Mm -mm. 
Okay. 719-649 celebrated seven years of sobriety, and I called myself a former alcoholic. Then people decided that I could never be a former one, that I always had to be a current one. So my sobriety became offensive. That is true. That is, people do say that about alcoholics, that you're not a former, you're always an alcoholic. Because then we have that conversation too, Rick, on our morning show, that somebody said that about alcoholics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're constantly fighting it. Mm -hmm. Because it's a day-to-day battle, is Mm -hmm. what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Texture said, whatever happened to the fighting whites? Uh, every that reminded me of the Fighting Irish, Notre Dame's nickname mascot, um, which some people would say is offensive. You know, it's a it's a Fighting Irishman who what is in the I'd the be stereotype more with that damn mascot. Yes, <laughs> well, right. that's what the thing is, right? right? It's, it looks like a leprechaun, basically. That's fighting. That's fighting. Like, what are the leprechauns pissed? Um, Not I don't th- I don't think anybody's that offended by. Maybe that. the Irish should be pissed. But it's it's a stereotype. Well, Rick and I are Irish. Yes. Let me ask are you, you offended? this question. Mm, hadn't thought about it. So we get to put our kids' names on the jerseys, like their nicknames on football jerseys for flag football. And my husband's nickname and my son's nickname are the same. They're called White Boy. And I said, can I put White Boy on the back of Easton's jersey? Oh, my Lord. And a couple other people said... Um, I'm not sure, but it's an Asian kid with the term white boy, you know, because his last name's white. Yeah. And so I had to change it because I didn't know if I was going to offend anybody. So what did you put on his uh, jersey? The Beast. Because they call him Beaston. Easton Beaston. Easton the Beaston. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But would it have been wrong if I put white boy on there? Um, I, I think you've done Easton a favor by putting the Beast I agree with that. Instead of white boy. But that's his nickname. I mean, I don't think anybody, once they found out that that was your last name. Yeah. His last name. Yeah. I, then maybe nobody would care. But I think initially, if they see an Asian kid running around with white boy <laughs> in his back. <laughs> they're going to be uh, offended by at, it? At the very least, they're going to be confused. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. That wouldn't be more weird if it was a white boy running around yeah. with the name white boy on he it. He might have at, uh, at the age of, what is he now, eight? Yes. He might have just rejected. It might be his way of rejecting his Asian culture. Even though he's Asian, <laughs> he's wearing the jersey with white boy in the back of it. Well, maybe he doesn't identify mm. as Asian. Hmm. Like well, Kathy does We've got that going for us. And his, and his good buddy is an African-American little boy, and his last name is White, too. Uh, he's going to wear white boy also? Well, what if they both wore white boy on their jerseys? Then I think Nine News will probably show up at your practice. <laughs> I think it would be fantastic. It would be it'd be a great conversation but starter. But both of their it, last names are white. I know, right? So the boy is where you get in trouble. You could put white on there. Well, of course. But leave it to you to want to spice it up with boy. Well, because that's what they call him, white boy. Well, who calls him that? That's their my husband and his nickname. Their friends call it. That might be a topic over a glass of wine with Eric and say, honey, can we get another nickname for both you and Easton other than white boy? (laughs) I mean, what the? (laughs) I mean, really? I don't know. Just a suggestion. I'm not. I'm not indignant about it. it. Doesn't bother me. But yeah, just wondering. You know, you don't get to really choose your nickname, right? It no, just happens. It just happens. Here's a righteously indignant texter three zero eight four four zero. I'm offended by the nightshirt comments for you, Dave. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes Dave. You know what? I am too. We almost made it through. <laughs> He's offended, or she? Yes. For you. Thank you. 
Dave, my night shirts are coming along nicely. Yeah. Did well, you show them the prototype? No. Do you want to see it? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I re- no, I thought you asked me. Didn't you just ask me if I wanted to see it? No, I didn't. You didn't ask me just, if I wanted no, to see it. And just like, just like I'm Could not you gonna... go back and play what she just said? Look, did she not just say yes? Yeah, she definitely it? just look. asked you. And I just said, no, Dave, I'm not even going to look Dave, at it. Dave, look. Looking. Not I love that you're look. still looking away look, from look, it. Look, like the look, Antichrist. Look. He's not going to look. No, I'm not looking at it. I don't, Mike, I, I don't Mike, look at that damn. I don't look at that damn blue horse driving at the DIA either. Mike, take this the right way. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike's offended now. I'm offended for Mike. (laughs) When when you said before, (laughs) oh god, that uh, we're not all aging. I'm aging. You're aging. I'm older than I was before. Oh, agent. Oh, I see. No, I'm saying Asian. Asian. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention, Mike. You can identify as Asian. Remember, Mike. remember Pickaboo Street, the Olympic skier. Yes. Pickaboo from Colorado. Yes. yes. She just contributed a million dollars to a hospital in Vail to build uh, an intensive care unit. Nice. And they're going to call it Peekaboo ICU. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> All right. You've got that to look forward to. Mike is uh, in today. Thanks to uh, Millennial Grant doing a great, great job for Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee and Dave Logan. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm going to take a couple of days off, but we'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. on KY News Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.